Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Well, we're halfway home. We're only one day away from another week of the NFL season. You know, it, 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 I used to, you know, Jess, I, I used to complain about Thursday evening games because I didn't like them. But, you know, come Wednesday, it, it's kind of something to look forward to that. You know, here we go. We're starting another week of the NFL, right? That it is. And being halfway done, it just Tuesdays don't do it for me. But Wednesdays, not only yeah. is it my Friday, of course, but yeah. just in general, Wednesdays just make you feel like you're almost there. Almost there. You're listening to Weather Insider for Wednesday, November uh, 10th. (laughs) Bernie Reno, along with Jessica Pass. And, you know, Jessica, not much has changed in thinking here over the next uh, uh, over the last 24 hours. The changes that we've been talking about in the central United States, they are already underway. But for Mm -hmm. those looking for snow, you're not going to find it today. You got to wait just a little longer, but it is on the way. But first, before we get to the snow. We have some rain and, and even some severe weather as we go through this afternoon. That's right. And that's going to be the warm side, we can call it, of this system that's pulling through central parts of the nation. And could see some gusty storms, parts of Oklahoma, parts of Arkansas, even northern Texas. Likely going to see some stormy conditions and some flooding downpours, gusty winds, no major severe weather threat for today. But some localized severe storms are going to be possible again on the southern end of the same system that's going to be producing the first snowfall. And I should say measurable snowfall for many places that are, you know, one, two, three weeks behind schedule. Now I was looking at some of the dates and you know what, uh, unfortunately, as you get older, Jessica, you're going to have to look forward to this. You know, (laughs) you don't retain information (laughs) as long as you would like, but I I think uh, Bismarck was October 26th, Mm -hmm. uh, the date of the first measurable snow, Uh, Minneapolis. And I don't think they're going to get a lot of Minneapolis, but I think they can get a measurable snow November 2nd. Um, there's lots of places Fargo, I think Fargo, North Dakota is somewhere around October 31st, early November. So lots of places, one to two weeks behind schedule. And, and, and it's really simple. There hasn't been any cold air and there's mm-hmm. really none today either, but there's an upper level low across the Canadian prairies. And you know, if you're looking, if you're looking at webcams this afternoon, or if you want to look at a snowy forecast, go to AccuWeather.com and type in Winnipeg, Manitoba. They're gonna get they're gonna get thumped this mm-hmm. afternoon, tonight, and tomorrow. That's what we're looking at a foot of snow. But that upper level low, that's the key to the snow that comes south uh as we head toward Thursday and Friday. And that's when the snow starts to fall. And I, you know. Some spots are going to, you know, I think northern Minnesota can get over six inches, but I think you're going to see lots of twos, threes, fours and fives. I don't think it's a large area of over six. Yes, I agree. I think most of this is going to be an event for Canada and for us here in the mainland, likely not going to see a whole lot in the way of snow, but it might start to change that pattern, you know, kind of flip the switch for us to start to see more of these colder air masses being able to come on in. And then we'll slowly start to transition now from fall towards winter. Now, I'm going to complain 
<laughs> okay. And, I'm and with I know you. that's all, all right. You're ready. Now, um, and, and and I feel like, and we were talking about this earlier. Um, you know what term I hate? What? You know what term I hate? Blizzard conditions. Mm. I hate the term. And here's why. Just hear me out on this, because I, I think that term, that's like an avalanche coming down the hill. <laughs> and I'm standing there with a twig, try to stop it. And I know I'm not going to stop it. Here's why I hate the term. Because if you have blizzard conditions, then guess what it is? It's a blizzard. A blizzard. Here's why. Here's my theory. Why you hear lots of people use the term conditions because they don't feel comfortable saying blizzard mm-hmm. because they know it's not a true blizzard. Right. But there's going to be, you know, there's going to be, you know, some gusty wind. You know, there's going to be the wind gusts. There's going to be some heavier snow. But a blizzard is the extreme of the extreme. And, you know, when we define blizzard, we're defining you need three straight hours, consecutive hours of these conditions. You need a quarter mile visibility from snow or blowing snow. It doesn't have to be snow. It could be blowing snow. You need a quarter mile visibility and winds either gusts or sustained of at least 35 miles per hour. And you need that for three consecutive hours to cause a blizzard. Now, is this storm going to have snow and blowing snow? Yes. Is this good storm going to have areas where you get 35 mile per hour winds for three straight hours? No doubt. But you're not going to get the quarter mile visibility mm-hmm. in most areas for three straight hours. And that's why I don't believe this is a blizzard. So when you hear blizzard conditions, that's because people don't believe it's a blizzard and they or otherwise they just call it a blizzard. Right. That's all I have to be. Is there what I mean on that? Am no, I wrong I about agree. that? I agree. And I almost feel like people think that blizzard conditions is a step down from right. blizzard, but that doesn't even make any sense. It doesn't. Because if you have the blizzard conditions, it's a you blizzard. blizzard. <laughs> yeah. It's like saying you see this apple, that's an orange, but call it an <laughs> apple. That's my point. Now, I'll shut up on that. But having said that, I don't think this is going to be a blizzard. I really don't. Now, if, if we get close you know, it, it would be the eastern Dakotas, maybe western Minnesota. But, you know, the problem is and there is no temperature uh, criteria for blizzard anymore. But typically, if you're going to get a true blizzard, you have an injection of cold air preceding the storm. That mm-hmm. is the cold air is already in or you get an Arctic injection coming in. This is not an Arctic injection of cold air. It's cold enough for snow. You're going to see temperatures 32, 33, you know, and uh, the the only thing that you do have to be concerned about is a lot of this snow is going to be falling at night. And this time of the year, that makes a big difference because you don't have the sun angle, you know, melting things. So that's something we're going to watch. All right. I'll shut up about that now. Um, And then we track the front end of the Northeast and, you know, you know, is there been a nicest, nicer stretch of weather in November, we, in November <laughs> that we've seen in, in, in the East, Jess? No, I think it's beautiful outside. And I hope that tomorrow I'll be able to squeeze out, you know, just one more day. Tomorrow's one more my day. day yeah. You know, I really want to get out there, take advantage. I still have not cleaned up my garden from the summer months. So hopefully <laughs> I'm going to do that tomorrow. But I think that tomorrow, maybe we squeeze out one more nice day in the Northeast for some it's not going to be quite as warm. At least it doesn't look like the last couple of days, but it's still going to be warm. And then after that, things go downhill. We get the rain that's going to be moving on in and temperatures look to cool down depending on where you are in the Northeast, at least by the end of the weekend and moving into next week, it looks significantly colder. I mean, we're going to go from 10 to 15 degrees above average these last couple of days to potentially 10 to 15 degrees below average as we head into next week. So huge roller coaster ride and not looking forward to it. 
No, no one is. You, you know what? One thing you will notice tomorrow morning. So when you get up tomorrow morning, you're going to remember I said this, how mild it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How mild it is. And remember where we were over the weekend where there was widespread frost and freeze, because you know what? We had we had the, the sky was clear. The air was quite dry. We had dew point temperatures in the 20s. So it would, you know, each night it would, you know, sun goes down, temperatures drop. Well, now you're getting a surge of moisture. Dew point temperatures probably going to be in the 40s. Uh, you're going to have clouds. And that's one thing you will notice tomorrow morning when you get up. It's like, wow, is it mild? And you'll remember how cold it was. But those same clouds that keep the temperatures up at night, keep them down during the day. And that's why you'll feel it uh, cooler. Meanwhile, Northwest, we have an atmospheric river coming into parts of the Northwest uh, as we head into Thursday, Friday. Yes. And I saw that there's been a little bit of some difference in modeling on just who's going to get the most in the way of rainfall, but it does still look like it's mainly going to be Washington and then perhaps north of Portland, where we're going to see some of those highest totals. Of course, we have that concern with flash flooding and just several inches of rain that are going to fall in a relatively short period of time for an area that's already seen a good amount of rain in recent weeks with all the storms that we've been tracking. And the difference with this one is with those atmospheric rivers, the fact that they're tropical origin Mm -hmm. you know so they are going to be warmer we're not going to be talking about snow levels down to past level or anything like that it's going to be snowing way 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 up but there is going to be that concern for flash flooding not only with the heavy rain but also with potential snow melt from the snow that has fallen with the recent storms yeah i mean if you track this atmospheric it's thousands of miles long Mm -hmm. um it does look like it's a portland seattle on west looks like a, a general two to four, three to five inches. But those, the, the, you know, the west slopes of the Cascades, you know, can easily pick up six, seven, eight inches, in which case then and the melting snow that you can start talking about some mudslides and, and, and some. And I think it's and even in some debris flows, because there were some five. What was that fire just west of C- the, the it started with an S and I can't remember it. It was the largest fire there. So in any of the burn scar areas in mm-hmm. the Northwest, in that zone, you can get some debris flows. And, you know, I, I, I'm wondering if we're already seeing what we're going to see this winter in the West. That is, there's storminess in the Northwest. There's occasional storms in the Northern California from the Bay Area on North. And it's Southern California that ends up being on the short side of the stick on this one. Yeah, but at least, you know, getting some of these storm systems when they are cold enough into Northern California, at least we're, you know, building the snowpack there. And that should help long term heading into next year. But I do agree with you that it does look like that's going to be the pattern here as we move into the next several weeks and potentially even next several months. Yeah, And, you know, that is the key. I mean, I think, you know, people like to look at the rainfall, but for for the West, the biggest key to get rid of this drought you want the rain but it's it's the snowpack because uh come you know once we get into april uh through september there may not be a drop of rain in california Mm -hmm. it just dries out there you can get some and we've seen it but it's that melting snowpack 
that fills all the reservoirs during the spring months when there's not a drop of rain to be had. That is, you know, just that's the key. If we want to get rid of this drought, of course, rain, but you want to get storm after storm after storm, because a lot of the water that fills the reservoirs, by the way, in Southern California, it is coming from the uh, Southern Sierra and I believe the Tehachapi Mountains. Mm-hmm. They have these intricate uh, aqueducts that bring the water in from melting snow. So that is the key. But again, I just think the winter's kind of showing its card a little bit, right? Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. And I also wanted to touch on in the Northeast, it looked like the GFS model was hinting at a little something for this weekend beyond that front that gets on through. Yeah, there's there's a little upper low that comes in there on Saturday mm-hmm. that lifts north and northeast. Now, you know, I actually was thinking about that earlier. The problem is I'm not sure the not sure there's enough cold air. That's exactly um, what I thought the, you were the, Yeah, mm-hmm. the, 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 the surf, you know, it's cold enough for snow, you know, when you look at, you know, the atmosphere at about 5,000 feet, but you get to the surface and you're seeing boundary layers above freezing. So 33, you know, 34, 35, 36. It is something to keep an eye on, though. I agree with that because, you know, if, if you get that a little stronger, you get a little stronger upward motion, you get a little stronger precipitation. You can generate the cold air, knock down those surface temperatures by a degree or two. And then all of a sudden you start snowing a little bit. Now, I, I in the elevations, you know, in some of the ridge tops, you know, above two two thousand feet, twenty five hundred feet, I bet you there will be accumulating snow with this. But I think the boundary layers are just a little too warm. But you, you know what? Saturday's a cold day. Yeah, thirties, thirties, lower forties compared to what we in now. What we're in now, it's a cold day. Yeah, and then it looks like there's another little clipper that comes through early next week, and that one looks even colder. Yeah, and and you remember what we were also talking about before? You can get the cold. In the Midwest and Northeast, you got to get the snow cover in 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 the Canadian prairies, right? And now we're getting that. the The only other thing we're going to have to deal with uh, is the warm lakes. Water mm-hmm. water temperatures on the Lake Great Lakes are like two to three degrees above normal. So any cold air, at least coming into the Northeast and Midwest, coming in from the North or the Northwest has to come in over those lakes. The way you'll get cold in the Northeast, so you get that sneaky cold air coming right in from the North that you bypass the Great Lakes. You have to, you know, that's the way it could get cold. But until those lakes get colder, it's going to be hard to get it too cold in the Northeast because it gets modified. But downwind of the lakes, if you can get a cold air mass coming South, look out for the lake effect. The lakes will turn angry really quick. And then all of a sudden, you know, it's going to go to winter pretty quick in those snow belts downwind of the lakes. Yeah, I think we might see a little bit more of that as we head into next week. You know, the yeah. lake machine, the lake effect machine yeah. starting to turn on. So lots to talk about. We've got we've got dramatic changes. We have a uh, atmospheric river. We're going to keep an eye on Saturday in the northeast and then looking beyond. Let's see if winter is finally. Well, I mean, it's not winter yet, but hasn't felt like fall either, but certainly right. looks like fall as well. All right. Make sure you download the AccuWeather app. Uh, it's free download on your mobile device. And by the way, if you live in Minneapolis, if you live in Fargo, if you live in Grand Forks, anywhere where you're getting snow, check out your local forecast and click the uh, winter cast option. And you can see what not only what, what we're predicting for your city, but also probability of getting a little more, a little less. And you can kind of gauge from the probabilities of, you know what, uh, we're not going to get plus, you're not going to get over six, but you know what, we could certainly get two or three. It's more likely to be four or five. And you can kind of gauge the forecast, all that information at your fingertips. And it's a 
free download. All right. Jessica's weekend starts tomorrow. Yes. We're going to look at our, her and I are both going to look at our waiver wires. We have fantasy football coming mm-hmm. up this week. Uh, I'm on, I, I'm a shoe in for the playoffs in our league, uh, Jess, but I, I, I'm afraid that I peaked too early. I'm afraid that my, I, I, I think I've peaked too early and I'm going to limp my way into the playoffs. I believe that's There's my concern. There's still a lot of football. There's a lot played. of football to be played. Do you have any best bets this week? Have you formulated that yet? Oh, I have not looked there yet. It's only Wednesday. There's still okay. too much injury news to be too determined. Much. And uh, I have a lot of excuses for why I haven't looked yet. <laughs> you know, I have, uh, I, I just haven't looked yet myself. We'll, we'll see if my, if, if my Packers, if Aaron Rodgers is back on Sunday, that's what I'm hoping for. All right. Have a good Wednesday. We'll be back with you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to today's edition of Weather Insider. For the latest in breaking weather news, be sure to follow Bernie Reno on Twitter at AccuRaino. And be sure to subscribe, rate, and review all of our podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. The secret to summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil, clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Its signature scent of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com.